It's story time by our favorite English author Enid Blyton. Happy Days series, Mr. Pink Whistle's party, Chapter Five. Mr. Pink Whistle gets a letter. One day, a letter popped up through Mr. Pink Whistle's letter box. Sooty the cat picked it up and took it to her master. A letter for you, master, marked urgent. Said Sooty. Ah, said Pink Whistle. It looks as if it is from a child, so it is certainly urgent. He opened the letter and read it out loud to Sooty. Dear Mr. Pink Whistle, I do hope this gets to you. I'm a little girl called Katie, and I live with my mother. We haven't much money, but we have a nice lot of hens, and they lay eggs which we sell. But somebody comes and takes the eggs. We don't know who it is, but it is very serious for us because we do need the money we get for the eggs. We hardly have any to take to the market now to go about the world. You go about the world putting wrong things right, dear Mr. Pink Whistle. Do you think you can put this right? Your loving friend, Katie. P.S. I know about you because of the stories I've read. What a nice little girl she sounds," said Sooty. "Will you help her, Master?" "Of course," said Pink Whistle. "I'll go along this very day. Look up a bus to. Let me see. What's the address?" Tipkin on the hill. I've never been there before. Sooty went off to get the bus timetable, and soon Mr. Pink Whistle had discovered the bus that went to Tipkin on the hill. He put on his hat, said goodbye to Sooty, and set off. Nobody took much notice of the funny little man on the bus, except two children who noticed his pointed ears and green eyes. He's like Mr. Pink Whistle," whispered one to the other. "Oh, suppose he is." Mr. Pink Whistle didn't say a word. He just twinkled at them. Then he suddenly made himself invisible, and the two girls stared at his empty seat in surprise. They didn't know that he got—he had got up very quietly, tiptoed to them, and slipped big bars of chocolate into their school bags. How exactly like Mr. Pink Whistle to do a thing like that? When he got to Tipkin on the hill, he went to find Katie. She was feeding the hens, and they were clucking round her. Cluck, 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 cluck. Then the cock stood up straight and crowed. He had suddenly seen Mr. Pinkwhistle, and he knew him. Cock a doodle doo. We're pleased to welcome you. Cock a doodle doo. Good morning, Katie," said Mr. Pinkwhistle, and the little girl swung round at once. She stared in delight. "Oh, you've come! Oh, you really are, Mr. Pinkwhistle, aren't you?" said Katie. "Yes, I really am," he said. "I'm sorry to hear of your trouble. Tell me about it." Katie told him. "Somebody comes and takes the eggs at night." And often in the daytime too. Our cottage is lonely, as you see. And when I'm at school and Mummy is at work, anyone can slip slip in here and steal the eggs. I'll find out who it is," said Pink Whistle. "Don't you worry any more. Are your hands laying well? Not very," said Katie. "So we can't spare the ones that are stolen." Oh, Mr. Pink Whistle, fancy really seeing you! I never, never thought you really would come. I can't always come when people are in trouble," said Pink Whistle. "But I happen to have nothing to do today. Now, isn't it time you were off to school?" 
Yes, it is, said Katie. I shan't tell anyone at school about you, Mr. Pinkwhistle, or they'll all be out here to see you, and you'd never be able to find out who the thief is. But I don't know how I'm going to keep such a wonderful secret. She ran off to school and left Mr. Pinkwhistle in the hen run. He turned to the hens and the big, beautiful cock. Cluck, cluck, cluck. He said, speaking the language of the chickens. It's my belief you know the thief. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Tell me who, who, who. The chickens all talked back at once, clucking and cackling loudly. Mr. Pinkwhistle nodded. Thank you. I'll give him such a fright. The little man went into the hen house and shut the door. He made himself quite invisible. Sat down in the corner and waited. Nobody was about at all. Katie's mother was still out at work, and Katie was at school. The hens clucked and cackled together in the run outside. Then suddenly, the cock crowed loudly, and Mr. Pinkwhistle listened. Cock a doodle do a visitor for you. Then the door of the hen house opened, and someone crept in. It was quite a shock to see. To Mr. Pinkwhistle, to see the thief so well dressed, he had expected someone down at heel and ragged. So this is Mr. James Pinch, the thief, thought Pinkwhistle, watching the smart-looking young man as he went to the nesting boxes, one after another, and took the eggs there. He slipped them into his big pockets and then crept out again. Pinkwhistle followed silently. Mr. P- Pinch went to a big house, and in at the kitchen entrance, Pinkwhistle followed. The man came to a woman in a big white apron who was bending over a great stove. "Here you are, Cookie," said the young man, and he handed her out the two dozen eggs, so that, or so that he had in his pockets. "That's one pound fifty, please, all new laid. I bought them in the market." Dear, dear, what a storyteller! Pinkwhistle shook his head and made up his mind that this young man wanted a shock, and Pinkwhistle would give him one. Oh yes, a very peculiar shock that would teach him a lesson too. Mr. James Pinch went off to his room to change into his uniform. He was a footman and waited at the table of Lord and Lady High Up. Pinkwhistle went with him and sat on his bed, quite invisible, while he changed his clothes. Cluck, cluck, cluck," said Pinkwhistle, sounding exactly like a hen. Cackle, cackle, squawk. The young man was extremely startled. He jumped around and looked around. Cackle, cackle, cackle," said Pinkwhistle, exactly as if he had laid an egg and was proud of it. Mister Pinch felt really most alarmed. He looked under the bed for any hidden hen. He looked behind the door. Cock-a-doodle-doo," said Pinkwhistle, just behind him. The young man almost jumped out of his skin. "What is it? Where's that hen? And now a cock?" he said angrily, feeling very scared. "There's nothing here, not even a feather." "Cluck!" said Pinkwhistle in his ear, and the young man rushed out of his room in a fright. He tore down the stairs and into the kitchen. The cook was there, and the maids and the butler all talking together. What's up, Jamie? said the cook, as the young man rushed in, panting. Before he could answer, Pinkwhistle began clucking again. Cluck, 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 cluck. A hen, a hen in my kitchen, said the cook, and took up a broom to chase it out. Where did it come from? We have no hens here. But she couldn't find it, of course. Pinkwhistle sat on a chair and chuckled to himself. Then he began again. Cackle, 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 cack, 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 cackle. 
there now! It must have laid an egg!" cried one of the maids. "But where is it? Is it in the larder?" The larder door was opened, and Pink Whistle slipped inside, bending down under the shelf, still quite invisible. "Cock-a-doodle-doo!" he crowed as loudly as he could. "Well, if there isn't a cock about now, too!" said the butler. "I never heard of such a thing. Where are the creatures? Look here!" We'd best not waste any more time in looking," said the cook. "My dinner will be late, and then my lady high up will have plenty to say." Pink Whistle took a rest. He waited till the footman went into the dining room at dinner time to wait on Lord and Lady High Up. Then he went too, still invisible. He stood just behind Jamie Pinch. "Cluck," he said, right in Jamie's ears. "Cackle, cackle, squawk." Jamie jumped and dropped the dish he was holding. Crash! The butler frowned, and so did my lady. Jamie picked up the bits and ran from the room. Pink Whistle ran behind him. Cock-a-doodle-doo! He crowed in delight. Poor Jamie nearly fell over in fright. He looked round for the cock, but there wasn't one there. He took another dish from the cook and hurried back. Pink Whistle hurried after him. Cluck, cluck, cluck! Said Pink Whistle just behind Jamie as he came into the room. The butler swung round angrily. Jamie, what are you thinking of? Stop doing that! But, but, but! Said Jamie just exactly at the same moment as Pink Whistle said, "Cluck, cluck, cluck!" So it sounded as if Jamie were clucking. Get out of this room," said Lord Higher. "Any more of this nonsense, and you'll lose your job." Cock a doodle doo! Crowed Pink Whistle at the top of his voice, and Jamie rushed out of the room. Pink Whistle went too, following him very closely. Here comes Jamie again," said the cook. "What's up with him? And bless us all, there's that cackling noise again. Where's it coming from, Jamie? Do you know anything about it?" "No, I don't," said Jamie, looking very scared at the loud cackling noise just near him. "Everywhere I go, I hear it. It must be something to do with you, then," said the cook. "We didn't hear it when you were in the dining room. Sometimes it's a hen, sometimes it's a cock." Pink Whistle obligingly became both. Cluck cluck, cock a doodle, cackle cackle doo. He said, clucking and crowing loudly. Jamie gave a scream and ran into the scullery. Cock a cluck, a cackle doodle doo. He heard just behind him and sat down with his head in his hands. What a dreadful evening! But it hadn't ended yet. Pink Whistle clucked and clacked, cackled and crowed, and once he forgot himself and did some very lifelike quacks as well. Jamie thought he must be going mad. He went up to his bedroom and lay down. Some feathers were coming out of a hole in his pillow. Pink Whistle smiled to himself and pulled out a handful. Then he sat down on the floor and pretended to be a hen, and cockfighting. He scrabbled on the floor and then suddenly flung the feathers up into the air. Jamie watched in alarm. Now these awful creatures were fighting, tearing feathers out of each other. He groaned and shut his eyes. "I'll never go near hen again," he said. Pink Whistle spoke in his own voice then, a very solemn, deep and stern voice. "Who steals eggs? Who steals eggs?" And then he gave the answer, crowing like a cock. "Cock a doodle doo! It's you, you, you!" Oh, who is it? Said Jamie in alarm. Tell me, tell me. I'm sorry, very sorry, and I'll never do it again. I'll give Katie all my savings to make up for what I've done. 
Do, 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 said Pink Whistle, please. Do, do. Jamie got up and took a money box from a cupboard. He slipped out of his room and down the stairs. He ran all the way to Katie's with Pink Whistle close beside him. Katie was shutting up the hands, looking sad because eggs had been stolen again that afternoon. Jamie rushed up to her and put the money box into her hands. Katie, I stole your eggs. I've stolen them for a long time, even though I knew you and your mother were poor. Please forgive me. I'll never do it again. See, I have brought you all my money. Katie was too astonished to say a word. She took the box, and Jamie at once ran off again. How glad he was not to hear any more clucking or cackling or crowing in his ear that night. What a fright he had had! Mr. Pink whistled," said Katie in a low voice. "I know it's all because of you, Mr. Pink whistled. Are you here? I want to thank you." "Dear me, I forgot I was invisible," said Mr. Pink whistled, and immediately said the words that made him visible once more. Katie saw the dear little fellow standing there, beaming at her, and ran to him. "Take half the money," she said. "Oh, how clever you are! What did you do?" "The money is all yours and your mother's," said Pink whistled. He told Katie what a fright he had given to Jamie, and the little girl laughed till she cried. "Oh, I wish I could have heard you," she said. "I do wish I could. It was very funny," said Pink Whistle. "I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you wrote to me, Katie dear. I do like to put wrong things right, as you know." He kissed her goodbye and went humming a little song. "Cock-a-doodle do. I've lots of things to do. When things go wrong, I come along." And see what I can do. Yes, I can see what I can do. Cock-a-doodle-doo. I really do like Mr. Pink Whistle, don't you?